Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Roger Maris. There it goes! Number 60! Well, you know you're real close to something. You're going to try and gun for it. Number 61! He ties Roger Maris! This is something special, though. We're not done yet. Ready, waiting, anxious. High fly ball. Deep left. Soaring into history! He's done it! 62! Aaron Judge is the American League single-season home run leader. Case closed. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPNU. Click more on the ESPN app, by the way. It's on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. You can take us with you wherever you go. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and you can be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Nation. On the Dr. Pepper call-in line, call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve, he did it. Aaron Judge hits. I was getting nervous, guys. I was thinking, there's oh, a couple games left, man. What if he's sitting on 61? He did it. He hit his 62nd home run. I was very excited last night. Very excited. Uh, yes, I was extremely excited, too, being woke up from my sleep. Is that why you wore your Dodgers shirt today? You just want to make a no, little, had it on yesterday. Make, make a Dodgers statement about you know who's the real team. Oh no, no, it ain't had nothing. I'm not uh, yeah, raining uh, on the Aaron Judge and the Yankees parade. This ain't about the Dodgers. This is about a guy who just hit 62, and now the debate in the in the conversation turns to what's the real home run record? Is it the 73 that I kind of go back and forth on with Barry Bonds? Is or is it the Aaron Judge, which Max seems to think is the the clean version? of what goes on in baseball. So, well, it's, it's, go ahead. It's the not obviously dirty version. I think it's a little different. But I, I would say this. The 73 count in the sense that they counted all the runs. You know, those were Major League Baseball sanctioned games. The runs counted. The runs helped them get to the playoffs. All that stuff counted. I get it. But I think when we recognize records that people set, we're really speaking to their ability. And Bonds, his baseline of ability that he established over – more than a decade, was as high as Aaron Judge's is right now. Before the juice, Barry Bonds was, and I'm not just looking at home runs, guys. I'm looking at his on-base and slugging percentages, right? Because sometimes you hit the hell out of the ball, but it doesn't have the same trajectory, so it's a double instead of a home run, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Barry Bonds was slugging in the mid-high sixes, which is what Judge did high sixes this year. Way before he tripled in size and his forehead blew up and he hit all the home, you know, 73 home runs. He was already one of the greatest <laughs> players ever. I want to be very clear. I never dispute that. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Nothing could change that. What I'm saying is at a certain point, what he was fundamentally changed. It's not like he reestablished some previous standard he set. He far surpassed anything he ever did in his late 30s. That's when I'm like, okay. So I, I know what that is. Let me just let me yeah, give you an example, Jay. So I said he's, he's so incredible. 
He had juiced numbers pre-juice, mm-hmm. 450 on base, 660 slugging, stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, one day he wakes up at the age of 36, same ballpark, same external circumstances, everything, 515 on base, 863 slugging. Like, it's, it's a cartoon. It's not, Jay, that'd be like someone averaged 60 points a game on 75% shooting from three. You know, like all of a sudden, they just did it. And, and so, like, he turned into something he's not, right? McGuire and Sosa, same thing. Judge, on the other hand, came into the league, set a certain standard, so did McGuire, but then he never fell off the standard. He was always really good, never slugged under 500. After his rookie year, McGuire never slugged 500 again until all of a sudden he was killing the game. Judge set a standard, and this is his best season, yes, but it's not such an outlier that you look at his record and you go, no, he couldn't have done that. This is different than anything he's ever been. You see what I mean? There's a difference oh, between that up, and the other guys. You just gave me a Yankees 30 for 30 right there. That was beautifully. Yes, thank you. Well, very well said, Keith. <laughs> thank you. you know what thank I mean? You, 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 well, Keith, you let me, are. Let me jump in for one second about all this because I, I, I think that you both are kind of missing the mark. And I know, Max, you're going to geek out. Aaron Judge, you're a Yankee fan. What he's done is incredible. I mean, he, I've said it before. He's the LeBron James of baseball. Just when you see him body size frame, still chasing the triple crown, everything's right there. Let me just tell y'all something, though, man. I'm a spiteful dude. I'm petty, okay? Somebody does me wrong five years, ten years ago, I just mark it down. I keep it moving. I stay positive, but I mark it down. If I have a chance to get you back in a slight little way, Jay is fueled I'm going to get you back. Yes. No, well, that, I mean, look, I'm, a, I'm an athlete, right? Like yeah. little things you find to motivate yourself. Sure. I'm just going to tell y'all, Aaron Judge got y'all exactly where he wants every Yankee fan right now. Every Yankee fan. No doubt. I just broke the record. I'm in a contract year. You didn't want to give me the money. We got an owner that wants to penny pinch me, right? Pennies on the dollar, not pay me. So Preach. right now, if, if we're on this verge of getting to a World Series and I'm having the best season in the history of baseball offensively, I'm not going to come back and be a Yankee. I'm going to go somewhere else and get my money, go where I want to be, to to a team and an owner that appreciates what Jay me, is saying? and then Key. make my mark here, and then let everybody be sulky Yo, and sour. Key, you see what Jay yeah, he's is doing? Not, and, 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 and I don't think Aaron today, Judge Max. is going to. You know Aaron what he's Judge doing, Key? Even playing that situation at all, Max, because it, look, it, if any, if anywhere <laughs> in baseball, and you're doing what he has done, 62 home runs, and and Max says, you know, Max honors it a little more than the Barry Bond 73 and Yankee fans probably do the same thing. Uh, guys, the Yankee owners realize what they have. Do they, they don't go they, yeah, they do, but it's a business. And if you say that you're going to allow somebody to bet on themselves because they don't want egg yolk on their face at the end of the day. You can't let a guy like this Key. walk out the building. Key, do they don't let guys doing? like this walk out the building. They just don't in professional sports. It's, they become super bad owners if they do. Key, it's when you sometimes say something about football. I listen very closely and I try to read between the lines because you're not pulling it out of the ether. You talk to a lot of people. And so some things you can say on air, some things you can't. Sometimes you talk to people and with your football knowledge and experience, you know what it really means and you try to give people messages and sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't. This is the distinct impression I get from listening to Jay, who's a Mets fan with some clout and talks to a lot of people. I think, Jay, that you have reason to believe that, in fact, Aaron Judge will be a Met (laughs) next year. And by the way, Key, 
I am nervous about that. I'm not taking that lightly as a Yankee fan. I think there's a real possibility that if Judge is like, oh, yeah, I'll stay in New York, fine. Oh, this is, you know, I'm comfortable here, whatever. But I'm going to go across the street and take the money over there just to let the Yankees know. That is a real possibility. If the Red Sox are interested, that is a real possibility. All of the Yankees' most hated rivals will be in on this. There's only one team that he's going to. And that's the San Francisco Giants. And it could be the Giants. Could be the that's Giants. That's the only dog. team. Could there easily be the, go. be the Giants. Here, and here's why. You don't leave the New York Yankees to go across the street. You don't want you want to stay aligned with the Babe Ruths of the world, yep. the Roger Maris's of the world, right? You want to stay right in that stripe pinstripe area. You don't want to be met. The Mets are cool. There's nothing wrong with big money, but he can get the money from the Yankees, even though the Yankees may have said, well, we don't want to do that right now. We don't want to do it right now. You don't think that they want to do it now? Of course. He might they, be well, spiteful, course, like it, Jay said. That's what I'm, but Keith, yeah, you're not going to be that spiteful, man. You're not going to take your legacy and run across the street. With, think not, about what no, I'm no, saying. Hold on, hold on, Key, hold on. I just watched Devontae Adams and his legacy. He'd be like, all right, I'm out, Green Bay. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. Tom, we talk about Aaron Rodgers being one of the greatest quarterbacks the game of football has ever seen. Now, whether that's translated to multiple Super Bowls, still to de- be determined, right? But we watch, it happens in sports all the time just because not everybody thinks about legacy uh, Same way. Uh, according to, like, well, I need to be in pinstripes. It's like, yo, this is a new era where unfortunately, you're like, right. I can go out and do my own thing, and my legacy will speak for itself. Like, I want to be where I want to be and play for who I want to play for. The, it doesn't the, have to do anything with history of an organization anymore. It don't work that way. Certain organizations, there's just certain organizations, in my opinion, in professional sports, that this certainly works. Devontae Adams is not the giant of the sport. LeBron James Aaron left Judge, Cleveland to go down to Miami. But he wasn't the giant of the sport at that LeBron time. LeBron James was to the giant. But no, also Miami is a much basketball. He no, was he to the giant. Miami is he a was chosen, chosen one. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated I, when he was I'm 16 leave it alone. years Miami old. Miami is a sexier he market not, than Cleveland. Uh, but he is 1, not, percent, that's, but it's that, not a New that's York one, or L.A. He didn't get to L.A. later in his career. That's one thing. But at that time that he left the Cleveland Cavs to go to the Miami Heat, he was not the giant of the sport, Jay. Uh, Key, I, will was, debate, he, I will die on that hill. LeBron James has been the king of the sport. Regardless of what he wants to say, he was at the best player in the sport from the moment yet. it didn't matter. Yes, from the did. moment he walked into an NBA arena, Guys, LeBron we need to continue this. We need to continue that this. Dude, let, me ju- let me just say that I agree with both of what you're saying in terms of this about what's crystallized about Aaron Judge. If he walks out the door from the Bronx and the, and the Yankees want to keep him after this season, and Jay, you're right, people are starting to try to set new legacies. It's a new age. And Key, you're also right. The, that never happens to the Yankees. But it could happen. And if it does, the signal is the Yankees, as we knew them, the brand is dead. The brand, as we knew it, is dead, and they're going to have to try to create something new. That's what's at stake for this franchise. Well, they never let a guy like that walk so out the door. can be a Dodger. We got some money. <laughs> All right, we want to hear from you. Which single season home run number do you recognize? The PED era of first it was 70 and then 73, and Sosa hit more than 60 at least two or three times. He hit 66 was his high, or 62 by Aaron Judge, whose physical appearance never suddenly and dramatically changed, coupled with a difference in production. We want to hear from you. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. 
tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, uh, Jay? The Braves just clinched the no, NL East. That, Fifth no. straight season. I, no, no, no. You like, know what? Like you today, just tried to scare me about Judge say, going to the Mets. I, it's a real threat. I just feel like now today, you're going to get it. I just feel like today we should focus on Aaron Judge and the Yankees' success. Key, I'll tell you, the you Mets know? have been tied or leading their division at the no, NL East mm-mm. after the conclusion of all but two of their first 157 games well, this season. They mm-hmm. led Atlanta by 10 and a half games on June 1st. So much for that. So much for that. They just got swept against the Braves. The Mets did. They went from a one-game lead to two games down look, with the it, money on the line. This is how I look at it. And Braves. Atlanta got, got the tiebreaker and everything. They, okay, ah. This is how I look at no, it. No, you tried to. No, I You didn't. successfully just... scared me about Judge going to the Mets. I know you talk to people. I'm legitimately worried even before you said that that he's going to go to the Mets. And now it's your turn. All I'm saying is this was a self-inflicted wound by Mets. Every, every Mets fans, we know this. You had two of your aces on the mound against the Braves. You can't win a game. All you need to do is win one game. Win one. Right? But now we're going to play the Padres in the wild card. Right? Four and 15. I, I get it. Wild card's scary now. Scary, too. man. Yeah. But that, that's – look, at the end of the day, I hope that DeGrom, I hope that Scherzer and these guys get focused and locked in considering we gave it away. We gave it away. And that's what it is. We're not the Dodgers. We're not the Yankees. I get it. Braves coming on hot late. I'm getting texts from damn Harry Douglas at 6 o'clock in the morning with smiles and happy faces. Key, I guess this is the life I chose as a fan. Well, at least you can go to a Mets playoff game. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. That's the way to look at it. Be what do they got? One or, how many they got at home? None. How many will they have None. Home? The way the wild card works is – No, the, the wild – oh, how many games left in the season? No, no, no. How many in the wild card do the they have? The wild card, I believe, the, I, I, I have to check to see they what rules are. The they, like they, they keep rules. changing. I but I think it was, I think it's three games on the road for the, for the wild card team. Yeah, they keep changing it. See, I'm never in the wild card, so I really, it's hard for me to really, you know, yeah, follow it. Listen, we're, we're following a lot of so split. Much. We're watching a lot know? of football and basketball, and there's not no, as much no, baseball No, no, we just win anyway. so much. <laughs> and we always win our division. It's oh, oh the like, Dodgers, you're right. Yeah, it's tough. Dodgers are I already know we have home stands because we win yeah. our division, so it's, you know. Dodgers are the best-run team in baseball. So, and they're, they're, well, the Dodgers are the best-run team among the rich teams in baseball, among the richest teams. They're, they got Of it. all the teams with a lot of money, they're the best-run. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jay, we just sometimes, man, you know, you try to figure out <laughs> what game you want to go to at home, you know, doing the playoffs. <laughs> You know what, Key? You are the worst. It's true. Hey, Hal Steinbrenner, you hear this? What Key is saying is true. I've got no comeback to it. What Jay is saying about the Mets might wind up with Judge, I got no comeback. Nice job, Hal Steinbrenner. Nice yeah, job. Might. might. Might is a big one. That's a stretch. Mm-hmm. Under, under, undoing his father's legacy. You know us athletes, man. We petty, Key. 
We petty. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's one of the best seasons I know that I've ever seen. Have my name next to you know someone as great as Roger Maris, Babe Ruth, those guys is incredible. So during listen, it's not like performance enhancers are out of sports now. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're on ESPN U now too, um, and of course on the on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So. There was a there was a performance enhancing era where and it's not like they're out of it now, but where there was very obvious in the statistical record and physically watching the players who had set standards for sometimes ten years and more that this is the player they are. Suddenly they became many standard deviations better than they had ever been, no matter how good they were in the yeah. past, right? Yep. And you could see very clearly what was going on. Now, listen. It's a different era now. A lot of guys do stuff and you just don't know. Sometimes they come in the league already that way. Sometimes they got microdosing and stuff like that. So I'm not claim like so the argument, well, you don't know who's clean now is not what I'm talking about. If yeah, you, I don't really I don't really you don't care know, about I really don't care about that at all, Max, to be honest with you, because I don't think that that really applies to the number for me, right? Mm-hmm. When you talk about seventy three, whether it was a, a person allegedly was filthy dirty or whether a person was clean or whatever the case is, it doesn't apply to it. I'm I'm talking about the 62 versus the 73. He still hit 73. He did. They all regardless. counted. Regardless. They all counted. Right? Thank you, But kid. my they point all is counted. we celebrate records based on the reflection of someone's ability. <laughs> and, because and if we didn't – because, Max, if we didn't know that it was the PDD air, PED air, yeah. we wouldn't be saying nothing. We would just be like, oh, he hit 73. Yeah, and but we know. And Judge is chasing 73. But see, we think we know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though kind of we oh, know. no, no, we know back then. We just don't know about everyone <laughs> That's today. what I'm saying. Yeah, we yeah. Kinda, right, right. We kind of know back then. 
We don't know, no. He, when because we were 13 years old, think back at this. You were a baseball fan. Did anyone not know of any no. of your friends about Conseco <laughs> back then? Everyone, remember when Conseco went 40-40? Right. There wasn't a kid alive who just didn't assume that he well, was he, juicing. And it turned out to be true. Everyone knew it. Well, you can kind of <laughs> you can can look at him. You tell if you had eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah that was, yeah. was obvious. So was yeah. Maguire, Sosa, and Bonds. It was obvious. They made it very obvious. But see, it, it, they, that still I have take- a hard time with with okay. So what confuses me and why I have a hard time with it because they did not admit it, right? So when you say yeah, like a Conseco says yeah, I did it. I'm yeah. like, I can accept I that. Gotcha. But when you got Barry, even though we know his body changed and things, you, we know, but he never said. Yeah, I did it, and it was because my knee hurt in this. You know what I'm saying? I do. Let me give you an example, though, Key. Let's say someone their whole career came in the league. They're stupid fast. They run a 4-3-40, right? And they they were hovering between 4-3 and 4-4, basically, anytime they were measured for 10, 12 years. And then suddenly, 12 years in, they're running a a 3-9-40. (laughs) Because that's what he did. He ran a three nine forty. So like, and he was already the fast. He was a four two, right? And no, all of a sudden, it's a three. The years into his that, career, Max, he's running a three don't nine. Don't do that because I know people that yeah. I, <laughs> right. But you don't need to know. I know you don't need a receipt from Balco. You don't need an admission. You know, it's not humanly possible to go from that for ten, twelve years, and suddenly you're the fastest person ever by such a measure that no one's even. Near you, like of course that everyone knows what that is. What are we? And it would be one thing if you said, "Well, he changed ballparks. The porch was was near. They changed the ball. They lowered the mound. They did They watered down the league with expansion pitching. They changed the rule. None of that happened. He just woke up one day, like the Incredible Hulk. Boom! And I'm, when I say he, I mean McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, and there were a bunch of other dudes in that era, but they were the ones setting the home run records, right? Allegedly. All right. Look, John in Texas has something to say. Yeah, uh, look, judges' record is legit. You can take two students that are up for valedictorian at Harvard University. One did it the right way by burning the midnight oil. The other, the other student did it by cheating. Now, who you, who should be the valedictorian? I mean, it's it's a it's very simple. Forget Bonds at seventy three. He did it the right. He cheated. He cheated. He cheated. Thank you. Yep, but, so, but you yeah, know, I no, think live, 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 and more live. You, you know what? You know what? I think there's a lot of resentment too, because I get this in Twitter a lot. It, it becomes, and I'll be the one to bring it up again. It, it breaks down along racial lines because when McGuire and Sosa were doing it, there was not the same outrage about about steroids and 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 human growth hormone, right? But then when Bonds did it, everyone was all of a sudden, "Wait a minute!" And so I understand sometimes there's backlash. Oh, time out. You Why would you think that was it, man? Hundred percent. Oh, that was very clear to me. That, and I think I don't know if it was racial. Part probably. See, I don't the, think that was see, it. I think but he it, also he was so good it became ridiculous. Bonds. Yeah, he, but I he think became it was better the, than you're allowed to I, be. I think it was the duping of of the our minds making us think we see something different than what we see. I think that's what it is. It was like I ain't do nothing, and he kept doubling down and tripling down, and I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I think that's what it is more so. Then racial lines because Sammy Sosa is dark. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh jeez, oh no, geez. but you know what? what? But oh, you know my God, Keith, what? 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 I was going to say, there's a long. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's an important. Hey, yo, that, that's an important point in in the history of baseball. 
you, like there was there was a different attitude towards Latin American players, even if it was you know uh, even if it was uh, um, uh, uh, even if they were <laughs> not African American, right? You, but, but no, Latin I know. I was going to yeah, I was going to say yeah. I was going to say he was of you know he was dark skin. Yes. yes. Over time, his skin tones have changed. For a little bit, there. Right, isn't the whole foundation saying. of baseball found yeah. upon cheating, yeah, and drugs, pretty much. A lot, not foundation, but that's gone a, a on throughout of, history. Throughout history, the cheating is not what bothers me. It's the effectiveness but, of the cheating. It's the clear. It's but, I don't care if you but cheat, like, but if you cheat in a way that turns you into something you never were, now I got an issue. But the, 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 I've seen, I've known of athletes that have quote unquote in your book cheated. It doesn't help your hand-eye coordination. It does. It did, not the athletes I've spoken to. Yeah, it's, it's, it might make your endurance better. It might make you stronger. Hand-eye coordination, It doesn't make too. you connect on the ball differently. Yeah, it does. It, it actually How? does. How? Have you done it? I, no, no. Have but, you done it? No, no. So but but there, was, there, was a lot, there was a lot of talk with medical professionals and everything around the time of the steroid at the so-called PED era. And because it wasn't it, just home runs and, and stuff. Batting averages does, went through the Jay, roof. Everything went through the roof. It, it certainly does because it helps your recovery. And helps if your you, recovery. And if you, Wait, but wait, I was going to say, if you are recovering, you are aware, right? Your hand-eye coordination is, your motor skills are intact. Okay. Where you're tired, you're fatigued. You know how it is. You're out, yeah, you're I tired, you. you're fatigued. You're kind of not paying attention but, to everything that's going on. But, Keal, I've also known people that have done it where their stats have been the same. It hasn't helped them. In basketball well, or the, in other and there sport, are certain in a lot of people, sports. No, there are certain people like, you know that what I mean? dabbled in, in PEDs and you worse than you were. Like, what right. happened to you? You're not even good. There are certain people. There's no question. There's certain people like that. Why can't there's we certain recognize people both? Like that. Why can't we recognize both? How come we can't just talk well, about? As I said. The, the, one one, one I, during the time was the standard. Right? The during fact the time of the matter is, is all those home runs that Bonds hit counted in the record. Like, they helped win games. Those games are not being taken away. That's true. They all went over the fence. That is true. It's just I know that the odds that he could have ever done that without help are exactly zero. Because I have a huge body of evidence that he set. He set a standard. It was incredibly high, but nowhere near where it became. All right. Jerry Jones says quarterback Dak Prescott is not ready yet, but he left the door open for Sunday, guys. Do the Cowboys need Dak even? I didn't even understand that at first. I stopped. Do they even need that against the Rams? Do they need Dak? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Brush under pressure. Throws deep. Skinny post. Walk in. See who Rush heck of a lot better than I thought he'd be? I just can't say enough about how his play has done for this team this season. No, they shouldn't stick with Cooper Rush if Dak Prescott is healthy and ready to go. What they should do is stick to the Cooper Rush game plan. He, he doesn't have the talent to take that offense to a different level, and that's why I don't think there'll be a controversy. Jerry Jones. Mm says Dak Prescott is not ready yet, but he did leave the door open for a Sunday return. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. Also, on your smart speakers, also you can download the podcast. So here's Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner and GM. On what, not, not saying which hat he's wearing, though, because Jerry Jones, the GM, yelled at Jerry Jones, the owner, a couple of weeks ago. I wish he would stop. Jerry Jones, the owner, would stop getting me in trouble. All right, here he is on 105.3 The Fan. It's better. He's uh, uh, going to go out there every day and uh, make progress toward being able to grip the ball. Considering the location of the injury, I don't know that you can make any more progress. Is he able to grip the football now? Uh, No, not well enough to uh, uh, play. We're just starting the week. Let's see how the week goes. Is is his grip going to slow down if Cooper Rush beats the Rams, Key? Is his grip going in other to words, slow down? You know, like, in other words, his you mean healing speed of his, up. No, no, no. I'm saying, will the Cowboys be like, you know what? Let's get make sure that grip is really 100% if Cooper oh, Rush beats oh, the Rams. Oh, you mean the Cowboys are going to say that? Yeah. You know, it's interesting what Jerry Jones said right there about being able to grip and rip the football. That was Tuesday, which was yesterday. Today is the first day, typically, that teams really go to work on the football field. Um, and if he can get... Wednesday, I don't even know if he could take snaps right now. So if he's not practicing today, he's probably not going to be ready for the Rams. And because you've got to practice today. You can't just play practice on Thursday and Friday because Saturday ain't nothing. That's like we just chilling on Saturday and then the game is on Sunday. So what I would say is that he most likely isn't going to play. Jerry's just giving an update, as Jerry always does. On in these situations, the, the Cooper Rush experience has gone extremely well for them. And as of right now, you roll him out. Because when I'm watching Cooper Rush versus the first uh, game of the year against D- with Dak, Cooper Rush looks smooth. Dak, everything just looks so herky-jerky. It's, it's falling back, throwing the football, not stepping into it, not climbing the pocket. Just little bitty things like that that I think – when he comes back, we'll probably see. But Cooper Rush is certainly doing that right now. Look, Jerry Jones, to me, he is a mastermind at marketing. But sometimes the hype machine gets a little bit off the track. 
And I, I think that's what this was for me from the beginning as related to Dak Prescott because I kept being the one to say, why say anything as it relates to his timeline? You don't know what his timeline's going to be. So you're given all these little nuggets here and there. Well, the doctor said it can maybe be three weeks. Keep it can be talking. four weeks. And you just keep on talking. And I get well, this is what you do. Keep us talking. But like, and you keep us talking, but like, why even do that? Like the because reality of it to. for me is to say. To keep us talking. You yeah, said it. Yeah, I, I know. But I'm like, look, they're playing against the Rams, right? We've seen what the, the Rams playing against the 49ers, what that defense did to the Rams, right? How many times Matthew Stafford got sacked, right? Okay, so I, I think something similar is going to happen with the Cowboys. Like, they should be the favorites in the game, even, even if it is on the road, even if it is a pick to a degree. So then your next game, so fine. He's going to play that game. Cooper Rush. Are you going to bring Dak in his first game back after you're still worrying about if he can grip the ball or not? A week, a week against the Eagles on the road, a divisional rival? See, Keith, Why? that's – No, you bring him back on a home stint against Detroit and the Bears. That's where you allow him to find his group. Right, because otherwise, Key, what Jay is saying is exactly right. Imagine this. Cooper Rush, the pass rush, and Cooper Rush, they beat the Rams, still undefeated for his career. He's 1-0 last year, Cooper Rush, and then 4-0 this year, and they just beat the Rams, and now you bring Dak back which against pa- the Eagles. Which pass and rush, though? The Cowboys pass rush. I'm saying oh, okay. the gab right. So so now you bring him back against the Eagles because because the Rams didn't fare well against the the rush last week. Now you bring him back against the Eagles, maybe the best team in football, and they lose. Now well, it's going to look to everyone as hold on, we were winning every game, and then you bring Dak back and we lose to the division rivals. As opposed to, you let Rush play against the Rams if Dak's not ready, throw him in there against the Eagles too. What's the worst that could happen? You win. Because if you lose, the whole thing's over. Dak's coming back. He's, he's not. Good. He's not playing this week. I don't care what Jerry says. He's not playing this week. It's just not going to happen. He's if he can't grip the football on a Tuesday, he's not going to grip it on a. Uh, are, they, are they Monday or Sunday? Uh, I, I think it's Sunday. He's not going to be able to grip it on Sunday. And so, I Jerry has a radio show. Jerry's got it. It's Jerry. He's got a radio show. He's got to give you content every single week. That's just the reality of it. And I understand what you're saying, Jay, about why does he need to say anything at all? Because it's Jerry. He, that's just what he's doing. It's not a hype machine. Everybody thinks that because it's Jerry. It, and so people think it's the the carnival barker. It's the guy. Ah, rah, rah, rah. It's not. He just, that's who he is. But okay, what you've, about been, you've been around him. I mean, and look, we would have talked about the Cowboys regardless of whether Jerry Jones has stuff. You tell me Cooper Rush, a backup quarterback who's on a winning streak. We're going to talk about the timeline. Yes, absolutely. Not as much as we do, though. Like, he yeah, gives us we, we, stuff to well, sink we, our teeth well, into. Yeah, but we use the content to lead in the conversation. We still talk. It's the Cowboys, man. They're the most talked about team there is on this damn planet. But that's planet. partly because he keeps it up front and center, right? As I tried to tell you guys a couple months ago, you're going to talk about the Cowboys but regardless. Wait, but see, what about the point that Jay brought up about, about Cooper Rush and when you bring Dak back? If he's not going to play this week, why throw him in against the Eagles? You, now you, you bring, are setting up a controversy you, if you, he loses. You bring, well, there, there'll never be a controversy. Well, it may not be a full-blown Jerry, Jerry said that, which I understand. If there's a controversy, <laughs> great. That means we're winning a lot of games. But in, in reality, there is no controversy. That we, we or you guys as the media, so to speak, <laughs> me as a partner with you guys, we're going to talk about it because Dak is sitting out, Cooper Rush is winning. We're going to turn it into, just like we're doing, should Cooper Rush be the starter moving forward? Should Cooper Rush be the – and 
we all know in the building that ain't going to happen. As soon as Dak Prescott is ready to take the ball from underneath the center and lock his thumbs like that and they snap that ball, hey, he's the starting quarterback. Let me give you another, let me give you another scenario, okay? Cooper Rush starts, beats the Rams. The pass rush, of course, helps, beats mm-hmm. the Rams. Now you bring Dak back. His first game actions against the best team in football, and he loses. Could easily happen, right? Plus, it's on the road. Now, now the Lions game almost becomes like a must-win game. And, Key, I know what you mean. The reality is Dak still got so much money left, they're going to have to play him. I'm just saying, now all of a sudden you've got to beat a Lions team that's not so bad anymore. You wind up in a shootout with the Lions. You maybe could lose that game. Can you imagine Dak comes back 0-2 after Cooper Rush just if, beating if every team? If he loses any games this season, they're going to say – when he comes back, whatever it is, if he comes back in week nine and he loses in week 13, people are going to say, see, that's why you should have stayed with Cooper Rush. I don't know what y'all thinking. It's, it's all Cooper Rush has already built a legacy in Dallas after four games in his career, three this year and one last year. That's just that's human nature in professional sports in big cities like Dallas. ESPN analyst Jeff Saturday joining us right now. So, Jeff, we're, we're bringing you into this conversation about Dak Prescott, and the timeline about when you think he should come back and play. Max and I kind of agree. I don't know where Kia is, just about, look, if he's not playing versus the Rams, I'm not bringing him back for his first game against the Eagles on the road. <laughs> I bring him back during a home stint where he's playing against the Lions and the Bears. Yeah, I bring him back when he's healthy. So, like, if he's – if he's tr- and, and I mean, like, truly healthy. So, not, hey, he's – you know, he can barely hold the ball, but he can spin it just enough – I think you bring him back when he is completely healthy. So, in in my opinion, you heard Russell Wilson, who had this injury, he came back in three or four weeks and said it was way too soon. He should have waited. You know what I mean? He should have waited a little bit longer. I think when Drew Brees had it, he waited six weeks or something to that that effect. I would not rush it back, um, no pun intended. But when you think about Dak Prescott and what's going to be expected of him, his win-loss record to me is going to be irrelevant. Like, Cooper Rush isn't winning games for the Cowboys. So, like, if, you're a, if you are a Cowboys fan, I get it. You love it. They're winning games. They haven't scored more than 25 points in any game he's played, right? So, he, he is doing enough to win, and, and so that should be celebrated. That's what a backup quarterback's job is, to come in and give you three or four games where you can win. Your defense plays lights out. They keep you I – mean, they were in fourth quarter game against the Giants, right? Like, all these games have been tight, but they found a way to win the end. That's what you're hoping from your backup quarterback. You go week in, week out with this guy. He, he's not going to go challenge the Eagles and hang up 41 points if that's the type of game you get in, right? So my, my point is you've, you understand who Dak Prescott is, but he has to be fully healthy. I do not think he'll be healthy for two more weeks. I'll be honest with you. I, don't, I wouldn't start him either this week or the following week. I would wait, but not because of Cooper Rush, because of his thumb. Well, you know, they can both be true. Cooper Rush can be doing just enough to win, but Dak Prescott has to be fully healthy because it's going to be a brutal season and it's going to be a long season, especially the way it's going. That, this kind yeah, of and, my- and Jeff is right. It, it's not about anything except the health, Jeff. And, and when he's fully healthy to go, if all of a sudden he magically wakes up today right. and he's ready to go this weekend and ready to practice and, and Jeff is snapping the football and he's spinning it, he's a starter on Sunday. And if not, then there's nothing to talk about. You protect your players with shoulder breaks, uh, knee problems. That's when you worry about we're rushing him back too soon. Let's extend it out even further. With a hand 
I don't necessarily know that he can re-injure that hand going forward because there's going to be pins and plates and all of those sort of things in it. So you want to give it some time, but the moment that he's ready to go, he gets underneath that center immediately. See, I have a, I have a pen in my third metacarpal on my left hand. I re-injured it. Okay. My rookie year. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it so can you happen. know it. It can right. happen. But like, this is kind of a a, a scenario that it, it always kind of troubles me a little bit. And I know Jerry Jones is a hype machine, but isn't there an inadvertent pressure that's put on Dak to come back when your owner is on his radio show talking about speculation from timelines, from doctors? Absolutely. And, and that's the part that if you're sitting there, you're watching Cooper Rush do his thing. You're telling me Russell Wilson said that he felt like he came back too early. Right. There has to be a cloud that sits over Dak about, like, well, what's going on with this scenario right now? 100% agree. And, and here's the thing. It's not just Jerry Jones. Like, we, we as, as football players and any athlete, you know this as well. When, you, you know, like, like, like there, there's, a, there's a saying, right? You're injured, you're bad, right? Because the mm-hmm. guy behind you, like, I got my start in the NFL because someone got injured, right? Like, and so, and guess what? I ain't relinquishing it, right? Once I got the gig, I'm you – know, so – don't mistake that Cooper Rush wants to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. He thinks he's good enough, and he may well go on and be a great quarterback in the NFL. So that's the question. But if you're a player, it's not just Jerry. It's, just, it's, it's your own mentality of how you got to be where you are. The great ones don't get there, or the good ones, however you want to frame, they don't get there by resting and watching other guys go do it. So you have that internal pressure you're already putting on yourself. Then Jerry gets up and says what he says, right? I want a QB. So absolutely there's part of you that goes. and Everybody's like, oh, he's, got, he's making $40 million a year. He doesn't care. Money doesn't change those feelings. We all know that, right? I, the man's getting paid handsomely, great, good for him. He's earned it. But it, that doesn't change the the struggle you have inside. You want to be the man, and you want to go play and go go out there for your guys. I 100% agree. It is a push, and it's an internal push that Dak is going to have to yes. squelch himself and go, hey, I got to be smart here because I agree. You can re-injure things. Your hand's going to get hit, right? Like, like. It could hit your it could hit your offensive line's helmet tomorrow. That is not the thing that you want to go on. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I would Jeff, sit. I, so there seem to be two things going on when the football people talk like you and Key. One is look, eyeball test. We are we, Dak is better than Cooper Rush. We know we've looked at it. Dak's better than Cooper Rush. And the second thing is he's he's in the middle of the of the money still. Right. It's not like the money's about to run out. And so right. the reality is, so you guys are dealing in reality. This is what is going to happen. On the other hand, to me, you could say, well, he's squeaking by teams. There's something about like a, a magic formula in football where no matter how much you know about it, your knowledge is never going to be perfect. Sure. No one knows exactly what is going to lead to the win. So my thing is, if the team is winning, well, that's just because they simplify things, but they're winning. Why yeah. would Jerry touch that until they lose? Why touch it? You're winning every game. Why touch it? Because, because you want your best 11 out there. You want to give yourself the best chance to win. So, like, you understand if you're watching film and you're seeing, you know, you, you understand what's happening in your locker room. You understand how guys are finding ways to win. Um, you're seeing development of other plays around. Like, I will tell you, I didn't think this offensive line would be as good as they are right now. Yeah. So, so like, like, we'll give Cooper Rush all his flowers. I get it, right? But you're not asking him to throw for 300 yards and drive it. So, 
everything is staying kind of in phase for the Cowboys. You haven't seen the, the Tampa Bay game, right? Like, if Cooper Rush started the Tampa Bay game, what would that game have looked like? Would he have played better than Dak? I don't. I mean, I don't think so because I think Tampa's defense is that good. When you play the Commanders, but might when not you, the other pieces function better if what you're saying is other guys are stepping up and you know what I mean. So maybe the outcome is different. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, so, so if if that's the thinking, why would one game change your mind? Because now he's three and one. Now he's four and one. Nice. So like, at what point do you just go? No, no. Cooper Rush is now my starter because he started hot, and we're going to ride this thing all the way to playoffs. Like I think that's the part that you get into. Well, is one loss enough? Is two losses enough? Like one loss enough for me. Where is it? Going? <laughs> but you know? I'm not touching it till he loses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that, that yeah. would be. But where, wherever that happens, now you're going to go ask Dak to come back in. I think that's the that's the difficulty in that situation. Yeah, we need to. We we that ain't gonna happen though, Max. I know. I know. I'm you might as well forget that no, one. Right, but right. one thing. But one thing that did happen, Jeff, is much like I said after the game on Sunday, the Mitch Trubisky era is over in Pittsburgh, and they're yeah. moving forward with Kenny Pickett. So why why is Mitch Trubisky Mitch Trubisky all, you know, feeling a certain way about losing his job knowing that he hasn't played great in the first four games of the season. Well, I mean, listen, he I mean, he's getting a, he's getting a lot of the blame. I mean, I know Mike T got up there and was like, you know, this is not an indictment on the way he played. Uh, you know, this is this is because we're not scoring enough points and, you know, quarterbacks get too much blame and too much credit. Only one guy lost their job. I ain't seen many other ones lose them. And so it is a blame game. But you and I both the, – the spark part, though, I would say is pretty truthful. Like, like, they, like you and I both know, like a young player coming in or a, a rookie quarterback coming in, he, his eyes, right, he, he's got, he got them, them big eyes, right? So, like, like the energy he's going to bring to the huddle is going to be different because it is, it is new to him. It is fresh to him. The excitement is there. You saw the way he came in. I mean, he was a perfect 13 to 13, right? 10 to his own team, three to the other guys. So, ball never touched the ground. He's all kind of fired up. You saw him take some shots, get up smiling. It's, it's that type of energy, I think, that Tomlin wants. This team is not good, and, and especially with T.J. Watt not playing, even on defense, they can't close games out. They can't run the ball effectively. Their offensive line is not good. They're better at pass protecting, but they're still not good at it. Um, he's going to take shots, but they want the energy, and they want that vibe. But it's not – listen, it, he's not, they're not going to be any better than, than with Trubisky. It's, 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 uh, they, have to fix, they have to fix more than just one problem. Jeff, are you covering for your uh, North Carolina alumni? <laughs> is, this, is this what I'm watching in real time? I mean, you, I, I got a slight bias yeah, here. A slight bias. I've seen it Admitted. Admitted slight well, bias. Well, let me ask you this. Right. So if – because you play for this team as well. Yeah. If you're the Colts and you're sitting there looking at Matt Ryan, Ooh. like it, it, with the way this season's going thus far, and I know you beat the Chiefs. No, but, yeah, it was <laughs> – Okay. Yeah. Are you looking at Mitch and you're saying, like, what is Frank Wright going to do with this whole – do you stick with Matt Ryan? Is that it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going to ride – you know, it's it, – this is their fourth or fifth quarter. I don't know what it is since Andrew Luck. This is a lot. So, um they're going to be patient. They're going to be patient with Ryan. Uh, if they didn't go with Matt Ryan, Nick Foles is there, so he would be their he would be their guy who's going to come in and and play. And he's familiar with Frank's system and all those things. Um, it's a struggle right now in Indy. I'm, like, like Matt Ryan has, and and I think they knew to a degree it would be a slow start. I don't think they expected this kind of start. I mean, the guy has put the ball on the ground nine times or some kind of crazy in the fumbles. He's turned it over. Um, offensive line has not played well. They can't run the ball. They got a they got. They got problems. Uh, I don't think the quarterback, again, fixes their problems. I expected the first game or two to be, ish, be iffy. Ooh, this thing has been 
bad. bad. Bad, bro. Like, like bottom of the, I mean, you know, bottom of the barrel type bad. And that, that, that cannot continue uh, yeah. for any of these guys. They need to just go young, Jeff, and forget about all this, trying to, these retread quarterbacks. You're yeah. right. They've gone to Brissett, which is, you know, that was a deal. Then they obviously, Phillip Rivers, and then Carson Wentz, and now Matty Ice. But at this point, if it doesn't work out at the end of the year, just go draft somebody and stop playing they games. They got caught with just their pants do down. Like, no one was expecting Andrew Luck at the age of 30 just to walk away, right? right? So that's so. then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, we're built to win now. What do we do? Yeah. We're not in a position to just gra- to draft a quarterback high up, but they're going to have to draft yeah. and develop a guy, it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. The great Jeff Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN, Always NFL enjoyed. analyst extraordinaire. Where does Aaron Judge's season rank among the best in baseball history? Keyshawn, J. Willemax. ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.